Hello, family. Welcome to episode 76. Big buddy of mine, good buddy of mine, fun buddy of mine, Equanimous. Stopping by today. Uh, he's a music producer, DJ, um, music mogul. Awesome, high vibe dude. Been a good friend of mine, my best friend. One of my best friends for years. We had a great conversation. Started off talking about festivals and, and music and his journey in the music world and, and his future journeys in the space of music. There's a lot of cool... Uh, comparisons between the music world and, and the comedy world. We dip into that. We talk about the news and current events and only the way I can talk about that stuff with a man named Equanimous. And um, finished up with some alien talk. It's a good time. We had a good time. We had a real fun time. Uh, shout out to the sponsor of today's episode, Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. Get 10% off at magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. I just popped two because my back hurts right now. Hey, my back hurts real bad. So I took some magnesium and hopefully it's not going to hurt as bad anymore. It's not going to hurt as bad as, as, anymore. It's not going to hurt as bad as, as, anymore. Okay. Uh, big fan of Bioptimizers and Magnesium Breakthrough. They make my favorite supplements. I take a lot of different ones, but right now I'm rocking Magnesium Breakthrough as my lifeblood. And I highly recommend that you give it a shot. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella for a discount and a free copy of an awesome health and nutrition book that they will send you. Guys, let's get into it. Here is episode 76 with my good buddy, Equanimous. I have the upgraded What's the upgraded version of those, bro? It's like the different model number. Is that is that all? It's just a different model number? I like it. I use them. You mix. like the d- for different model number more than the other model number? I mean, <laughs> model number makes me think like we're rating women right now. <laughs> what's, what's her model number? She's like an eight out of ten, dude. Are we on? I'm waiting for us to start so that I can. We have started. You oh, can open did? that. Yeah, oh, we, we started. started. We are begun. We have begun. You hear that, everybody? Nice. Here, let's get a little closer. I like this. those a lot. I yeah, know. This is for, this is for all y'all people that enjoy some good sounding things. Nice. Oh, yeah. uh, some ASMR. Yeah, ASMR. Some ASMR. Calming hemp and adaptogen infused sparkling water. I, I like I like those a lot. The recess. There's no alcohol in that, right? It's just hemp. Mm-hmm. It's just hemp. Yeah, it's just hemp. So we're started. We've oh, begun. Great. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Fun. Yeah. Thanks you, for having me. Of course, dude. Yeah. Are you excited for this weekend? Yeah. This weekend. By the time this comes out, the festival will have been over. Right. So are you? you, you just, <laughs> so I am excited for this weekend. Are you too. excited for the weekend that already happened? I'm excited for the weekend <laughs> that we just got done with that everybody's going to know is in the past. Oh, my God. Um, so what did you, you said you're not working it though. You're just performing. Did you put it together at all? I helped with the booking. Okay. So I helped like book the music acts. That's yeah. It. And then I'm performing at it. It's and you're performing. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's going to be, is it going to be like a festival festival? Like there's going to be like art and like experiences and like lights the on thing. the bushes and everything. The like, whole thing. Uh, lights on the bushes. There's going to be lights on the bushes. bushes That's my biggest concern <laughs> with going to this. I don't go to festivals unless there's lights, unless on, there's the lights on the bushes. There'll definitely be paths with lights too. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, great. Lit great, great, great. Because um, <clears throat> when I first committed to going, I didn't know if it was just going to be a bunch of cars with their headlights on like no, no, a this cardboard is, there's box. There's a full stage, full sound system. Nice. There's three workshop stages also there's a hot springs there's a lake you can take a kayak. there's a lake there is a lake yeah, there you can take oh, a kayak God. out excellent um because it's gonna be sauna. hot it's gonna yeah, be like 100 some degrees no 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 
No, no. how? It's no, the I desert. The weather. Really? It's, yeah, it's going to be like 93. Oh, that's not bad. Wow. Okay, so this is going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. Wow. Yeah, the vibe really is good. cool. That's great. Yeah, and the founder of the land r- runs this company, Perium, mm-hmm. which is a great company. I that's don't want to like, plug sounds them, like a, but I guess I'm plugging them. That sounds like a new cryptocurrency, Perium. I know. Um, well, cool, bro. That's exciting. Yeah. Weldon, California. Weldon. Um, yeah, how long's your set? Are you excited for your set? Excited for my set. I'm doing a Bliss Looper set on Friday, which is like just Bliss improv. Now, Bliss, Bliss Looper is you still. Yeah, it's But it's a like different fun. style of it's, performing? Yeah, it's it's all made up. So I on just, the spot. On the spot. It's all live. Entire, and yeah, nothing, nothing is pre-written. I just live loop. And usually cool. what I'll do is whoever's at the festival that I'm friends with, you know, um, whatever, like, whatever musicians are there that I know, you know, I'll just mm-hmm. be like, hey, you want to come and join me for this? And I'll kind of turn into a little jam band thing. It's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's like a Grateful Dead. But electronic. But electronic. Yeah. I, uh, I did shows in San Francisco last weekend, and this guy came up to me after... Um, and he was probably mid fifties, maybe like some late fifties yeah. age. And he had the biggest smile on his face and he was like, Hey man, are you the guy that did that Grinch video where, where the Grinch did all the drugs? Oh, that's great. And I was like, yeah, you've yeah. seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was like, Oh yeah, man, I'm a freaking re- recovering drug addict. Like <laughs> and he said that, yeah. but he was smiling and laughing the whole time. And he's very well put together. It didn't look like sure. he was fresh off the street, but he was like, man, I'm a former drug addict, man. And I'm a huge grateful dead fan. And I love that video, dude. So if I come see you again, let me ask you this. Are you kind of like the dead? Like, are you, or are you going to have like the same set? Cause I know it's different for comedy and I, I, it just made me laugh. Uh, because it is very different for comedy, right? Like right, right. comedians, unless you're doing crowd work and you're just it's, your whole show is just making fun of people in yeah. the crowd, then it's always different. Well, you know, music's like that too. I mean, when I do so, I, that's my Bliss Looper set. But when I do my Equanimous set on Saturday at ten, that that's the same thing as you. It's like I know what songs I, I might play, right? But you then, still have a lot of space. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I know. for djembe or right. beatboxing or well, whatever. a lot of artists, you know, a lot of artists will plan their sets and they're, mm-hmm. they're like, you know, there's two philosophies. There's one that's like you curate an experience for the audience. It's like, I'm bringing this experience for the audience. Take it or leave it. And that's oh, okay. what most artists do. Yeah. They'll like have a set like, like, especially with bands, but DJs too, you know, producers, they'll have like, all right, I'm going to play 25 songs in this exact order and it's going to flow really nicely and they'll work on it for a while. At, at home or in the studio. Yeah. And then they work yeah. on it and there's like, this is my set. I'm so excited. And it's just, it is what it is. That's not what I do. What I do is I'll have, which I'm assuming is probably similar to comedy where I'll have like a hundred songs that I might play. And just like you might have a hundred jokes you might tell. And there's like five that I know like, all right, I'm definitely going to play these at right. some point. Right. You know, cause they're the fan favorites or like, I want to test it out. It's new material, whatever. And then, but typically I just go off the audience and see, see where they're vibing. And then I'll, I'll choose from this like pool of songs that I have produced mm-hmm. in order to like create the journey. Cool. Which I see it's probably, it's very similar. Right? Um, for me, I, I have like tenets that like pillars throughout the set that I know I'm building toward and will hit. Right. That's cool. Um, but it's also the, I would say the difference is that when I'm doing comedy, I got to like have the audience, uh, I got to gain their trust. Right. In a way, within the first couple of minutes. So you, so you especially set for your a longer first couple of minutes. Yeah, I I almost have the whole thing laid out, 
but I'm just open to changing direction at any right. moment. So right. like I could have an entire um, beat sheet of every topic that I want to hit right. in the order that I aim to hit it in, but it could go sideways at any moment. Right. And right now I'm actually doing it like that because I want to put the entire thing on tape and try to film like a special like type a special of thing video, or like yeah. a visual album. So I am sticking to those yeah, you're seeing what flow tenets yeah, yeah. more now than I was in the past. But within those th- within those pillars, you know, like the first I cut it into uh, acts because um, a couple years ago I saw that Kanye had his album broken down by in a three act structure, and I thought that was really a really cool way to like make an album flow. Yeah, so I just started flowing my what did you say? I said copy Kanye. Yeah, copy yeah, Kanye. Always he's, copy Kanye. Yeah. When in doubt, you just copy Kanye. Right. Um, so I started breaking down my hour into a three act structure. That's so cool. like Act One is. Um, well, now it's changed because of the pandemic and all the political stuff I've been doing. Act one is like really topical. Act two is more personal. And act three is just like a fun party. That's great. So that, and and that's how, and but within those things, I could have like a quick note of like, try something about, you know, mushrooms here or try something right, about right, right, right. your bro guys here. Do people ever say like, hey man, I've seen you a couple of times. What's the deal? Your show is the same. No. That's great. No. Even people that come see me feature, like I open for JP on the road and I'll do 20 to 30 minutes and then I'll come back to that same spot yeah. and do an hour. Within that hour, You'll I've still got that 20 jokes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, I've got like 20 out of that 60 minutes right. will be the same as they already saw. I get, I've, I've worried about that for myself because like you said, I do but play it's different keys with music. and djembe and all those things. It's that, different. You can listen to a song a million times and never get sick of it. Once the excitement and surprise of a joke has been experienced, it's never the same. I guess that's a fair point. Ever the same. I could listen to a song on repeat for like a month, I will never listen to the same joke twice on purpose. I think where it gets old in like a DJ set is if you're transitioning the same two songs next to each other all the time, mm. you know, sure. unless of course it's like your staple, right? You know, like I, I've actually started to develop in my Equanimous set, like a couple tracks that when you play them next to each other, it's like the audience kind of knows it's going to happen, mm. which has been kind of, it's been kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Just experimenting. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah. So Bliss Looper is live stuff. Bliss Looper is live. Equanimous is DJ set with live aspects. So yeah, beatboxing, djembe beatboxing, keys. Beatboxing, djembe keys, all that stuff. And Bliss Looper has all that stuff too, though? Yeah, but it's just I make up whatever I want. And then on the last cool. night of this festival, I'm also doing the sunrise set. Yeah, at 5.45 a.m. 5.45 a.m. You're going to stay up the whole night. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, what, what else would you do? <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna go to bed at like two and then wake up for a set. Be, That's fun. Take a coffee. No, yeah, no, no, no. I gotta stay up. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, I'm excited, dude. I'm happy festivals are back, back and kicking. Yeah, you know. Hopefully they stay back. What What else? Are, are, do you have other ones coming up this yep. summer? I got so totality this past weekend. I guess <laughs> yeah. depending on when this comes out. Um, I got uh, Unison Fest, which is going to be September 9th mm-hmm. in Durango. I love Durango. Or 30 minutes south I've of been Durango. to Durango. It's actually technically in New Mexico, but they call it Durango. Even I had a good time Mexico. in Durango when I yeah, went to Durango. You, you oh, have yeah. a show there? Is that? I opened for this guy, Kostaki. Oh, that's a cool yeah, name. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a Greek guy. Yeah, sounds like a Greek tea. Yeah, he's a funny dude. Um, and then Years ago. Um, and then I got another festival... In Nevada City on the 26th of September. Nice. And that one actually has a bunch of like hippie uh, bands that I feel like. Cool. You. Like rock-ish? 
Jam band, yeah. Sweet. Like that your mother might know. Like Dude, like my mom older, loves my mom loves a jam band. Right? Like older oh, yeah. crew. Like older crew, but a little bit washed up, but still kind of big. But Sure, still, sure. And they hired him to play. So sure. you should get your mom out there. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, I'll tell her yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be a jam band groupie. Right. <laughs> Um, that's rad, dude. What, what, uh, so the festival names, these festival names are always so funny. To yeah. Me. We actually worked a bunch of them into a couple of videos that we're going to shoot at totality. What, what names? It? Well, I took that, uh, thing that you posted with the months and the dates. Oh yeah. Tori made that. Isn't that it's, good? it's pretty good. It's the mo the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's not trying to be funny. Right. And she, no, no, but she, what, I mean, she, I mean, she, she was. wrote all those names. No, I know. Yeah. And it's, and it's <laughs> beautiful. It's, and and for you guys listening, it's a, it's a image that was posted on Instagram. <laughs> each month of the calendar year is associated with a word and each day one through 31 right. is associated with another word. And all the words are like mystic or aura or consciousness or unity. Right. And your birthday is whatever festival name you are. It's so good. It's I, amazing. But the funny, mine was sacred connection mm -hmm. and I had multiple what people. Was mine? I had multiple people or there's one person that reached out to me and was like, Oh my God, that's mine too. We have really same, we must have the same birthday. And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. And she was like, my birthday is March 24th. And I was like, wait, mine's March 14th. How's this possible? And I looked and Tori accidentally wrote connection. Twice, the 14th and the 24th. Oh, that's funny. But it's great because we connected on it. Where is it? It's is the it funny on, part. Is it on? Uh, to, it's not on it's Totality on Festival. No, High Vibe Records. Oh, High Vibe Records. Yeah, Tori. This is this is our social media star, Tori. So mine. She, um, yeah. She just reached out to me. I was like, "Hey, can we make this image? I got this idea." And I was like, "Of course." Mine was cool. Mine's was Sacred Portal. Sacred Portal. Yeah, yeah. Sacred Portal. We're both March. That's so. If I had a transformational music festival, it would be called Sacred Portal which is actually a fucking sweet name for a music right. festival. So we're going to list off a bunch of them in the, in the video. Should we let um, a fake guest call in right now? And um, it'll be me. And, yeah. And we'll see what, what their birthday sure, is. Sure, sure. Oh, great. we have a call. Hello, uh, caller. Hi. Um, yeah, it's me. Hey, uh, me. How you doing? <laughs> hey, what's your birthday? Yeah, my, my birthday is actually uh, June uh, 17th. Wow. Well, I hope you enjoy going to the Wild Frequencies oh, Festival nice. held That's in so funny. Uh, uh, Energy Vortex in Sedona, Arizona. Right. Wild Frequencies. <laughs> That's so good. That's cool. So will you ever, do you have any ambition to play a more commercial mainstream music 100%. festival? Yeah, I'm, leaving. I'm going more in that direction. Right so uh, how so? Just with your tunes? Um, with th like with well, your production style, with part of with not. Re I mean, with part of, I think I'm just expanding in terms of like the music that I'm putting out and mm -hmm. the style. So yeah, you know, I've it's it's I've put out so much music at, at this point of different genres and styles that I'm not trying to be like one of these niche artists that's like, all right, you go see him, it's just gonna be bass music or it's right. like just gonna be house or whatever. It's just not. I'm an open format artist. And that's part of my brand, equanimity, economist, being able to be non-reactive mm -hmm. to all the things, you know? So part of that is, yeah, dabbling in a little bit more of, um, I don't want to say the pop space because it doesn't feel like pop, but it does feel like kind of like classy dance music, a little classier mm -hmm. in a way that, you know, can be appreciated by the transformational community and, <laughs> and the Coachella exactly. community. Exactly. And cool. that, and some, and I'm actually, what's interesting is we had that, you know, my biggest song right now, Cellular Upgrade, the We Saw Lions remix. Yeah. It, um, 
there are people who I feel like like that song just for its kind of like catchy melody culture, but that's not culture is not the right word there, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they actually listen to the lyrics and they're like, Whoa, like this is, you know, saying the highest frequency is love. You know, I breathe breathe it in like, you know, and like saying these affirmative things and then they start and that actually brings them to this conscious transformational culture. There's not many people who, enter into what we would call like the conscious music scene and leave. Oh, no way. Like, you know, but you do leave the commercial music scene Oh, because after a while it just starts to sound like plastic. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm finding my own kind of like space in there to, to bridge those two things. Cool. Um, I have one track called alive with Julieta. She is definitely in. How does that go? I've heard that. Maybe we can stay alive. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, That's good. Yeah. I like that one. And so that one, um, that one, I mean, she's definitely in the mainstream, like her, her other song, that's her second biggest song is the one that we did together. Her biggest song called beach break, which you've heard before. Cause you just, I know you've heard it. Mm-hmm. It's on the number one Starbucks commercial right now. And, wow. it's, and it's being blasted. Cool. Over. So like, she's super in the mainstream and I have a track with her. And so just like working with more people like that, um, I think is inevitable just because you can't really, ex- I mean, in the conscious space right now, at least it's not, there's bad. a ceiling. Oh, for Feels sure. Like there's there's a de- I mean, yeah. You talk about the people that, especially with lyrics, right? Like, oh yeah. There's there's a whole there's this whole like once you leave the conscious space, it's still kind of conscious, but then you just go international. <laughs> that's yeah. that's where One Direction goes, right? Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. Going, not the band One Direction, but that direction. Well, yeah, yeah. So you got like you think about like all right, who are some of the biggest artists in that space? Probably Bonobo, Tipper, like right. You know, like who's who can sell out a crowd here and in Europe? You know. Like yeah. definitely Bonobo, like Tycho. Definitely maybe Bonobo, Tycho. It's kind of like this down tempo. Rufus, Rufus definitely. But Rufus, Rufus is a good, Rufus and Odessa are. They are they're, very mainstream, but they are beloved by the consciousness right, community. Exactly. They've and probably so done the best in my mind of yeah, I would say, cornering both markets. And Bonobo, I'd say. Yeah. And so Bonobo. I would say that's yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like the, the angle realm that I'm hitting. I've been told that I've. I'm kind of like growing into the DJ Khaled of the conscious space. Another spirit. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's align like, your vibrations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay alive. Hey. We the best. Don't collectively. Do. <laughs> we the best collectively. collectively. <laughs> <laughs> don't play yourself. We, don't, don't, <laughs> Don't lower your frequencies. Exactly. Is we the best collectively music? Raise your vibe. <laughs> yeah. By listening to this song, your vibration will rise. <laughs> that kind of thing. Major vibe alert. Right. Major vibrations. And that's that's, that's hilarious. Right. But also very cool if that's yeah. something that you could um I mean I'm not gonna do it like that, but that's the whole vibe. I mean that's you know, we trademarked high vibe. And high vibes. Yeah. As you know. And, and I trademarked good vibe <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> you trademarked Completely good. independently. Wait, you trademarked oh, you, it too. Good vibe uh, entertainment. I thought you just got an LLC. I didn't really do that. That is the LLC. But you didn't trade. But I did trade. I did. Oh, you also trademarked Yes. Yeah. Great. What company is it? I'm just curious. Or did you just do it straight? What company did I use? To trademark. Uh, Trojan um, Law Offices Great. of Los Angeles. Okay, just curious. <laughs> Call Joe Trojan today <laughs> and free, shout out to a plug. secretary, Michiko. That's a great name. They are too. very helpful people. Yeah. And they were a big part of the process. Was it expensive or pretty easy? To do? Uh, so it's 750 bucks to trademark a name. Plus the trademarking fee or without it? That is all inclusive. And and did, they, did you know how many cl- 
classifications they gave you? Well, now it's a business talk and people aren't going to enjoy gonna that. Care. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yep. let's go back to the, <laughs> right. let's go back to spiritual <laughs> DJ Khaled. Right. Much better. Yeah. Yeah. Raise your vibrations. <laughs> it's Justin Bieber featuring <laughs> spiritual ascension. The duo. Um, that's cool, bro. So what, so if you were to go or I guess when, yeah, when you start, you start going more into the commercial world. Yeah. Which is what, happening slow. What are some, do you have any like commercial goals? In mind, um, like as far as festivals or um, recognition, or like what comes to you in that yeah. arena, having not stepped fully into it yet. Right. Well, you know, I have my goals in the conscious space. Yeah. So that's where my goals are. Um, beyond that, like in the more mainstream space, you know, I sure it'd be cool to have like a song chart on Billboard and all that stuff. I'm not. You know, I'm not attached to it. I don't feel like I don't feel like I need to be on the radio or anything mm-hmm. like mainstream radio um, more than, you know, more than I already am. Um, I, it would be great. I hope it happens. Um, but I guess I haven't really thought about goals in that space. I mean, I'd be cool to play Coachella. And, mm-hmm. um, I think getting lots of placements like, you know, like how do you mean film, placements? like in film? In oh, like, sure. Sure. Like commercial, like commercial, that, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, I think that would be good. And, I think really just like being seen as kind of like a wholesome person in that space. So like, you know, maybe, maybe I am doing a remix for a bigger name or I'm doing a collaboration with a bigger name, but it's like got this like vibe to it. That is clearly the equanimous vibe, which is kind of these, this like blissy bassy sound. Yeah. Um, And so that's where I can see myself being in that space is as someone that kind of, provides this very wholesome blissful bassy thing in collaboration with you know like an ariana grande or something yeah 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 <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah. imagine if sure. ariana grande or I, I don't know if i want to work with ariana grande maybe i do i'm not well, sure yet. she's incredible I, I mean i would definitely work with her hands hands down yeah. i just for whatever reason she's the first person that popped in my mind oh okay yeah but like imagine her on like one of my beats yeah uh, that's that's where i could see that happening which i think yeah. would be pretty you know i think that'd be pretty adopted. cool yeah 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 that'd I be dope we'll see you know yeah um do you still keep in touch with the chain smokers guys sometimes sometimes yeah i mean well it's really it's really just drew at this point uh, yeah because we went to college together but yeah i mean we'll like text and stuff cool I, last time i was in la we texted like they haven't put out new week. music in a while no they're just chilling they're, they're just, just chilling on their they've been working on the, they've been working on um on just kind of getting comfortable on top of their pile of money. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Is that they what they've been have working a big on? Pile of money. No, they've been working on movies. Yeah. Bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. So they got that whole kick the habit production company that they're right. doing. And they're also do yeah, I'm sure I, I don't know fully. I mean, I'm sure they have probably two or three albums worth of music just backed up, ready to go. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're yeah. they're I would say that both of them are businessmen before they are musicians yeah and they're fantastic well, they're really good at, bu- at business I know, I know. and at drew, the business and drew of music is an unbelievable yeah. producer i mean he yeah. is like you know a lot of these a lot of these big producers in the mainstream space will have ghostwriters at this point for them yeah you know drew makes his shit you know he like cool. he works hard so that's cool yeah i don't I, I haven't seen him in a while though yeah, maybe I should hit him up while we're here. In LA. Yeah, hit him right now. <laughs> Call him and let's see what their music she festival name is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drew's birthday is on the thirty first. I know that. Oh, there you go. Because on New Year's, so we can it's probably it Soul Vibration or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool, bro. Yeah, I'm excited for the tracks that I'm making. 
Yeah, dude, I'm excited um, for your Murillo. I know. Yeah, if you guys are into this music space that we're discussing, go check out Murillo. Murillo's nice. Murillo. Yeah, That's super exciting. excited. Very excited. Yeah. And um, I just hit up a guy to do my graphics for the live portion of that. They're all, the oh, cool. purpose is to play all of them live and start building a proper live show. Right. That's, like along with your comedy set or like you can hire Brent for the comedy set and the, and the music. Set. Um, no, it would be all in one. So it would be like if for my headline set, you know, 50 minutes to an hour would be a mix of stand up, uh, full character bits and music that I perform on stage with the background, uh, of a projector screen with graphics and right, right. visual media what playing if, during the song. What if the music does really well? And a festival hits you up and they're like, Hey, we want you. To <laughs> I mean, of course, but I don't know if I'll ever make enough music music. That's just that. That's Unless funny, I play yeah. like, you know, 39 minutes right. of other people's music Mike and six minutes and of mine. Right. Yeah. Um, but my buddy, uh, Aristotle is doing live DJ sets. Blake at Blake Weber on Instagram. His real name is Aristotle. Oh, cool. He, um, he's DJing. Wait, we, his real name is Aristotle. His real his name is Aristotle. His name is Blake Weber. Isn't that hilarious? His, his <laughs> Did he do that persona name is Blake Weber. That's amazing. But Aristotle is the most amazing. Aristotle is the coolest amazing. name. But yeah. he actually, should, he too is Greek. What, how do you, what does he say about that? So he originally had this character called Blake Vapes, yeah. which was like kind of a fuck boy, like vaping guy, super Uber bro. Is Blake the guy in a lot of you? I met Blake. He's a lot in your, yeah. a lot of your videos. Oh, yeah, 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 I've met him a couple yeah, you've times. Met him. Um, so he had Blake vapes, and then that he I he kind of did away with the vaping aspect of it, and mm-hmm. just gave him a last name of Weber, and that's become like the persona online. But his real name's Aristotle. But he goes, I call him Blake sometimes, just on accident. Yeah, and especially when we're shooting, because like funny. his his on camera persona is kind and of. So he's doing what'd you Blake say? Weber. So he DJs a lot. Like he doesn't really produce under the name. He, uh, yeah. And he started to book like one night spots. That's cool. Which is hilarious. And he has a couple of songs that he made with, uh, he made one with nitty nitty gritty. Gritty, I think he's made a couple with nitty gritty. Um, who I also met at hard and that guy's really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Super chill guy. All DJ DJs are like really cool. The DJs that I've met at least. I think he's a producer though. Nitty gritty. Yeah. He plays live. I don't, right, know, right. I don't know how you would classify producer means you make your own music. Oh yeah. He's definitely a, DJ, a producer. He's an incredible music. producer. Yeah. He, he, he's, he makes um, all kinds of tracks. He's like producer DJ kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah so sense. the DJ and Aristotle rolls with a lot of DJs. All those DJs we met are super cool. Cool. They were all very, very chill. Um, and, uh, so he made a couple of tracks. One is called I eat ass <laughs> and one is called. So LA it's kind of like a, um, selfie yeah. type track. Good for him. With a girl saying, that's so LA. Yeah, I got that's crystals. That's so LA. And, that, and stuff like that. That's so LA. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's catchy. So, yeah, when it comes out, it'll be um, it'll be cool. And you're amazing. It's okay. Team. No, we just took a brief break to check an email and get a phone call, and now we're back. You know, you'd think with all the evolution humans have gone through, we wouldn't have our entire week thrown off by a bad back. You'd think yeah, it's called humans going would have to the evolved. chiropractor. We have evolved. No. You just go to the chiropractor. Or I, you do it yourself. Uh, Can you crack your own back? Dude? It's I'm I I tried doing the pitcher stretch in there and where you're on the on your back on the ground, yeah. you'd lift your knee up and you turn it to the side. It screwed me up again. Do you have a pull up bar? Yeah. Can you hang on it? And I've breathe? been hanging. And breathe. And you got yeah, I've your been back breathing. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, or but it doesn't crack when I do that. I just breathe. 
Whatever, dude. It doesn't matter. Let me talk to you about more fun music stuff. People don't want to hear about my bad back, dude. <laughs> Got a bad back, dude. But it's not bad Ouch, anymore. Ouch, bro. This already came out. God. So your back is healed. Jeez. So you've been watching the news a lot. I watch a lot of news. So you're watching a lot of news, bro. I watch bro. all the channels. So what what is your process when you turn on the news? Where do you go first, second, third, fourth, and how do I you do, process the information? I do. I go to YouTube. Okay. Um, YouTube knows my preferences well enough that it gives me what I like. <laughs> yeah. So I like to go, and you know what? There's I'm going to say some names out there, and people are probably going to start judging. But I'm just going to say that I don't necessarily watch these people because I like them. I watch them because I enjoy to see what is being shared with the masses. So that's why I watch these people. Mm-hmm. Right? For example, Tucker Carlson, I don't like. I don't mm-hmm. like. I don't like. I don't like how he. I mean, I guess I. I don't want to say I don't like, but I don't like how he delivers the news that he delivers. He. Mm-hmm. I feel like he, you don't like his rhetoric. No, I feel like he uses the energy of hate. Yes. And that is not my. I vibe. would agree with that. I've seen him make some really, really strong logical points. Right. But I've seen him make those points through the lens of um, a hateful, hateful spite, yeah, and vengeance, right. and anger. I can't And stand I just it. don't think that's a necessary lens. No. But the thing is, it is a necessary lens if you want to sell ads on your show. I because don't, it I don't tra- agree. It is. I think the content alone is what's like the, the reason why Fox it's, news is number one right now is because of its content. I don't think it's because of that hate. No, like, dude, I, I, really it, do I think, think you're wrong. We're, we can disagree on this. Yeah. But I think that when, when you, when you deliver a message yeah. through a lens that is so extreme, I know I, you're right. I mean, you're right. I just, I don't agree I don't with it. it I don't like, like I don't want it to <laughs> yeah. be that way either, dude. I yeah. want to watch Tucker every right. night, but I can't cause he's such a prick. I want to watch Ben Shapiro too, but he's a prick. Yeah. I don't watch CNN because they're all just, I will happily generalize CNN as trash. So I get my, is okay. So I get my, like what I would say, like democratic news from Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Um, sure. You watch them for the news. Yeah. Oh man. I watch the monologues. I don't no, watch, the monologues, I don't watch okay. anything but the monologues because the sure, monologues, sure, sure. they say what's going on. And then what happens is, if there's an interesting topic that they're talking about that I am interested in, in the look monologues, I'll look it up. Yeah. But typically Kimmel, I'd say. Um, and then, yeah, what I'll do is I'll go on YouTube and I'll just see the things and I'll open like eight new tabs. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, which order do I want to watch it? Okay. Usually they'll consist of some kind of a Fox something because that's the number one network. So I like to see what they're kind of putting out. Yeah. Like on, on a rating standpoint, Fox number one. So I, I'll watch like, you know, whether it's Tucker or any of those people just whatever's kind of coming up for me um i like to when i go abc i go kimmel Mm -hmm. when i go nbc i'll go fallon even though fallon i just i know i work for him and everything but he did yeah i met him he's a nice guy when'd you meet him uh when i when i had a manager years ago oh that's right she brought me to a taping you still got the i still have the thing yeah yeah you gave me your bathroom key um, I'm sure it opens a door somewhere. Office. Yeah, yeah. It opens the deed. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it opens the it key to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was very yeah. nice. Um, he's a nice guy. He's so, a great guy. so so then I'll, but you know what I'll also do is I'll do Russell Brandt. Cool. Um, and then definitely a ton of Joe Rogan. Um, but where do you get your far right news? And where do you get your mi- middle, right of, get middle of the road? Far right, news. I get from Fox. That's not far right. 
Bro, that's pretty far. It's right. not. It's not. If you want far right, you go to OAN and Newsmax. Yeah, no, that's Fox the, is moderate these that's, days. No, 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 no. No, I don't yeah, agree. I they're think moderate conservative. Pretty, they're I, moderate conservative. I don't think so. I okay. I mean, I just don't think so. <laughs> they how, much used Fox to be, do you, how much Fox do you watch? A lot. But I okay. used to watch more between 2016 and now. Yeah. They were all right. They were right wing. Super I think right they've wing. gotten more. Now they've gotten moderate right wing. Well, they're moderate right wing. But I guess right now, in my opinion, the only debate happening in our. I mean, yeah, there's like, of course, there's OK. Should we take him out of this country war or whatever? All this stuff. But the main debate is obviously this whole Corona COVID thing. Yes. And so I do see Fox as being pretty. I guess okay, far right. You're you're right. Okay, there's there's you know some, the yeah. terminology being used is far no, right. right. Okay, so fine. I got asked so I to go on OAN. Really? Oh yeah, <laughs> a couple times and Newsmax. What, what did you say? Yes. I politely uh, said nothing. Why not? Because <laughs> you know that would have been great. They were they've showed a lot of my videos on OAN. Shout out really? to S- Stephanie Hamill, super cool chick. She's a anchor on on OAN. Um, <laughs> so they've funny. showed my Gavin Newsom videos. Yeah. They showed a clip from a Clubhouse video. Um, but at going on it, mm-hmm. going on a show like implies that implies that you're because it's so far right. It's it's such an extreme network. Now I when I had a video censored mm-hmm. this earlier this year is the video of me and Aristotle, me and Blake Weber, as conspiracy theory bros at the doctor. Yeah, I remember. Talking about how the vaccine right. has chips. I in remember it, the pr- whole potato chips. I know. I'm explaining for the audience. Yeah. Talking about how the vaccine has like Pringles potato chips in it because they chipped it and they want to put their chips in you and turn you into potato chip. And they took the video down on YouTube and they suspended me for two weeks for saying the vaccine has potato chips in it. <laughs> I know. I okay? remember that. <laughs> so that happened. And I reached out to um, a couple different places, but I didn't hear back because I wanted to talk about that. I yeah. wanted to talk about so censorship. So what about OAN? Uh, they didn't hit me back. But I thought they just asked if you they did. Maybe I didn't reach out to OAN. I reached out to Candace Owens, Tucker Carlson, right. uh, Laura Ingram, who I cannot stand. And I just wanted to go on her show so that I could kind of get in an argument with her um <laughs> cnn none of them hit me back so it, i might reach out i might reach back out to um to oan but i would want to go on and, and actually have a conversation about like the current state of comedy and right. censorship that's and smart of you to think to have the thought to instead of them yeah in, no one would instead of that. like why do you think gavin newsom should be recalled that's not the conversation i want right. to have on a news channel right the conversation i want to have is hey Comedy. Let's. We can laugh at a lot of different things. Right. We don't need to say what Which should like, and shouldn't be. I feel like Joe Rogan's at. having that conversation. He is having that conversation, not with me. Right. But he's having that conversation. Maybe sometime. I don't know. I don't know if he would like the videos I've done about him. To be honest. Why not? He's because he's seems like an awesome he's, dude. Yeah, but he seems. But he also seems his, like maybe yeah, yeah. he would think that those videos were not very nice. Maybe I don't know. Right, Seem, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. He seems like a great guy. Yeah. Um. I think JP will get on that show eventually. He should get on yeah, eventually, yeah. Guys, that's drink four for the uh, second mention of Joe Rogan on today's episode. Um, <laughs> it's a two, fun. two drinks per mention? Two drinks per mention, yeah. Yeah, uh, Yeah, dude, the news The news sucks. <laughs> it just sucks to watch. It sucks like... Yeah, but you know that... I, I understand, but I'm... A lot of views are being shared right now. Like we're not in a culture as much as it feels like we're in a culture that's like starting to become totalitarian. 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 Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. My word, a musician word. It's okay, I won't kick you off. Great, thanks. And um, you know, it's it, I know it like can feel to some like we are in this like 
regime of like one main narrative. And I know that, but really the way I see it is there's actually a narrative that there's a narrative and that's what's creating the narrative. There's a narrative that there's a narrative. That's what's well, creating the narrative. Well, there are multiple narrative. narratives. That's the truth. Right. But <laughs> the but truth each narrative is that there thinks the other narrative is the only narrative being shown. Like if you're if you're No, 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 no. I uh, yeah. No, the only narrative being shown, I think most people The mainstream narrative is the mainstream one. Right. But what I'm you saying, walk outside and you die of COVID. Right. But the but Fox and all these other things, they're pre- presenting different points of views. Mhm. And that those are news outlets, right? But the, yeah. but the thing the thing that's like holding it together is this narrative that there's only one narrative. And that's just not the truth. Right. But if there wasn't if that wasn't in people's minds, people wouldn't say like the narrative. They would say like this narrative versus this narrative and then from that awareness any of it is equally possible. That's a good narrative. That's, that's narrative. the narrative. <laughs> that's the that's narrative. The, the, you want to have the narrative that there's not one narrative. Right. The yeah. narrative is that there are multiple narratives within the narrative. That's the one that I am buying into, yes. I buy into that narrative as well. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, ever since March 2020, I've, I was a little shaky on the, quote, mainstream narrative, you know. It's, um, People but, are crazy. But, you know, there's the, all the... Uh, people want to, I feel like people just want to find a stream and put their boat on that stream and just keep going down that stream and not divert at all ever, no matter what. If you picture the stream as the narrative in this metaphor. A lot of people. I I know, I know people. Well, there's a lot of people that don't think much. Right. That's the other thing. (laughs) There's a lot of people that just quite literally do not think for themselves and follow orders blindly or with very very little yeah, research i think what it is is people just don't know how to be uncomfortable because mm-hmm. that's a skill you got to learn well and you that's don't want to be unco- yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah. Most, no growth is once, when you become uncomfortable. right once once i mean once you learn that i feel like people can look forward to the uncomfortability of growth yeah we do in certain ways you know? dude i love being uncomfortable yeah it makes me want to grow right exactly that's, into the next stage of comfort which then motivates me to be uncomfortable because i know that will bring yeah, exactly. more growth, and and then the the discomfort actually. Let's put this into a specific example so that people don't think we're just blowing smoke Great. up each other's ass. Great, um, like two conscious hippies, right? Great. So, an example would be: um, should we relate it to one of these narratives? Sure. So, becoming uncomfortable so that you can have growth, right? Mm-hmm. So, my discomfort came in spring twenty twenty when i was really confused by what the by the numbers and the mainstream stuff that they were telling us and the death rate and the covid rate and the the warnings of how how it could affect you and it was really um uncomfortable it was literally uncomfortable for me to do research like and watch the news because i've never before 2020 i never dipped into politics ever not in comedy not in research not in evening reading right. never so i had a immense discomfort when i consciously started dipping my feet into the waters right. of topical but news and trying to for that but i was over, a desire for growth and it overweighed and it outweighed discomfort. the discomfort right. but i experienced that discomfort of just literally reading through article after article watching news programs talking to my mom talking to friends and having in-depth conversations about what was happening during yeah. the covid early COVID days 
And that discomfort of forcing myself to learn within an arena that I'd never stepped foot in gave me growth to become more uh, comfortable with my own critical thinking habits. 100%. So I, 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 and that, yeah. So I guess that's, that's and my it, right. example. And it can, I'll give an example that that's a little bit more like interpersonal, just in terms of having not, not to do with the, yeah. Give one COVID. not COVID related. So I mean, the classic one is like, you know, playing a show, you play a show enough times, you're more comfortable, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But this is the one I'm going to give. Um, because it's, it's actually came up recently. I have been, and I didn't even know, here's the thing is people don't even know that they're uncomfortable with these things, right? Like I didn't even know that I was uncomfortable with what I'm about to say, but I was uncomfortable with conflict amongst friends or loved Mm -hmm. ones, right? It's easy when you don't know someone and someone freaking drives by you in a weird way and you're like, ah, and you, whatever. Still not the best vibe, but you express yourself. Whatever. Okay. But when there's love or friends on the line, for me, I'm just going to speak to my own story. It was uncomfortable for me to be like, no, dude, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Or like, that's not okay. You know, in the past, it's, that was, it has been uncomfortable for me. In the past, if something arises where I'd need to like have a drop in or something, you know, I, I would do it, but in a way of like, Hey, like, is it like super, like, you know, um, afraid, honestly, like afraid and and fear in that situation is of course it's okay to feel you act off of it appropriately, whatever. But, um, I wasn't really addressing what needed to be addressed now. Okay. Because I have good solid friends who I've gotten through things with, I can be like, no dude, this isn't okay. That was not okay that you did it. And I don't feel good about it. Yeah. And leaving it at a, at a bad feeling. Right. Yeah. And that's to allow them to respond, you know, and not, you know, cause maybe like it would be uncomfortable for me to do that because I would be afraid that they would say something like, well, dude, I don't want to be your friend. Then go fuck off or whatever. You yeah. know? And that hasn't been the case. The case has been like, I hear you and now let's talk this through. Yeah. And so stepping into that uncomfortability and going through those experiences now I feel more comfortable if that were to need to happen. Cool. That's my example. That's a great example. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Discomfort and growth, bro. Discomfort and growth. Yeah. Oh, I just don't like, I don't like watching the news. I just don't. I really don't. I really don't. I try, but now, you know, there's just so I just hope that on. another, is the world ending? Is know. that what's happening? I don't think so. Is I mean, the world like just ending? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Like, what's but going it, on? It's got to have to do with the UFOs. I mean, it has to. You think so? I do. I do. It's the fact got that there to. are thousands of UFOs in our sky that on 60 minutes, uh, the most like whatever that. It's gov- a show with the most pedigree right. of any classical right. news whatever, show. Yeah. Of that traditional. Of that traditional right? style. Yeah. A government official is coming on saying that there's. UFOs in the sky and that there's thousands of them and you can see them every day and that yeah. they don't know what they are. Yeah. And some of them saying that they're dismantling nuclear missiles. Yeah. What? Come on. How yeah. is that? How, how is every, what doesn't make sense to me? Why doesn't every human feel that? Right. Like regardless of like people like ignoring or what, why isn't that like, here's what I don't get. Why isn't that? prevalent in people's space just like how you just well, like because there's just yeah. too much else going on 
But it doesn't there's matter. too much. That's there's more, COVID. That's there's social justice. There's 900 new genders to talk about. There's Afghanistan. You know, there's uh, there's so much else if, within the if public some sphere of, those of conversations. Aliens, if some of those aliens straight up started communicating with the, the government, let's say, and the government put out an article that's like, we are communicating with aliens. And the title was, we are communicating with aliens. I still think that people would... Be like, it it okay. wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, that isn't that crazy? Deal. But why not? Why not? Why don't humans feel what that? What is that? In the same way you feel... Is, are the aliens putting something out I don't to, know. Make, to maybe, make that the case? Because the news... Maybe it's 5G. No, I'm just kidding. The, <laughs> the news... Because you're like... You were just saying the last couple of years, you're like getting more into the news because you feel that natural desire because you yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. So you act on it. Yeah. Why so maybe this is a grand plan by the aliens so that we don't pay attention to them so that they can enact whatever their plans are in peace. And that would be fantastic. But what and are their plans? The case. What are their plans? I don't know. I think they're just trying to protect us from ruining from ourselves. I would assume that the Earth probably helps their solar system, and they have some kind of technology. Do you, but they can't be within. Kill it. They're and, not within our solar system. And the, and they're they got to be interdimensional. There's no way. Yeah, I mean the, the point. Yeah, they could be us from the future. Universe. There's a lot of theories. Um, but I think regardless, I don't think they're bad. Because if they were bad, no, if we they were bad, we'd dead. be done. We'd be wiped out completely. Yeah. They're either researching us, unless or we're in like a torture. The I know. I mean, <laughs> Which we might I don't just think, be in purgatory I'm right a now. Great time. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. So I don't. So if this is torture, I mean, <laughs> torture me more, <laughs> baby. Torture. <laughs> <laughs> give me some more. Give me some more of that sweet know. torture. You don't put that on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if if um, you know, I did that. Uh, uh, UFO tour oh, in Sedona oh, yeah. with this woman who said she's been abducted multiple times and she said she's seen them speaking and working with our government and scientists in underground bases. Well, there was that. what she says. So if we take her yeah. at her word. Well, there was, this is really interesting. There was a remote viewer. You know about these remote viewers that no. are trained by the CIA? And oh, to astral project so that they can view what's going on on the yeah. other side of the world? Yeah. And this, one of these top remote viewers found four alien bases and they found them supposedly. Well, in uh, the world, on yeah, planet like Earth? One in Alaska, there, yeah, on planet Earth. Yeah. There's four. Yeah. I don't, I mean, this could have been a fake art. You know, never knows about yeah. the things, but, um, but that was cool. That reminded me of that. That is cool. I mean, if if they're here, they have to have been here. Have you seen a UFO? The only time was on that. So did I tell you about that trip to Sedona? No. So You saw a UFO there? So I saw a UFO. In well, it's a UFO in the way that our tour guide described it. So we had these mili- the military goggles, right? Mm-hmm. And she described how satellites move. She said satellites move on one fixed trajectory. They never right. go faster, slower, and they never turn, and they never flash. Right. So anything – and a plane um, flashes two times if it's a passenger aircraft and three times in this pattern or whatever the pattern right, was right. if it's a military aircraft. If it goes forward or if it disappears, that means it's going further away or if it comes closer or zigzags at all – that's a UFO. I'm not saying that's an alien spaceship. I'm just saying it's an un- unidentified flying right, object. Right, right. So we did see that. We saw something that looked like it was a satellite on a fixed trajectory that then just started disappearing. Right. And then I saw another one that looked like it was on a fixed trajectory and then suddenly started moving faster and in the day or the and night? went away. This was at night. No, no, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. So those are the two things. I mean, I got to talk to a satellite expert. Right, you know nice. what I mean? Because we saw upwards of 20. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, things that could have been satellites. And according to her, in that area of Sedona, there are only seven to 13 satellites that would ever move across the night right, sky. Right, right. And we saw upwards of 20. Now, again, she's not a satellite expert. Right. This is hearsay information. It's probably UFOs. I think shooting stars are UFOs. I know that that's a, not true. Well, but I think what do you, it is. when you say UFOs, are you meaning alien spacecrafts or are you saying UFOs? Because ide- unidentified flying objects, that is a shooting star. It could be an alien craft? craft or it could be like an alien satellite. Yeah. Do you remember Oumuamua? What's that? That was um, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they saw this giant formation moving at an unusual speed and spin. It was like spinning horizontally and diagonally at the same time. Oh, yeah. And it was long and skinny, like cigar shaped. Yeah. And they don't know what it was. They don't know. It, it looked like maybe it could have been a rock. Maybe it could yeah, have been yeah. an alien satellite or a piece of a different world. They don't know. And this guy at Harvard or somewhere, MIT, I forget where, um, he said is likely the explanation is the easiest. That's a alien part of an alien craft because it was moving so fast and it came out of nowhere and it shot straight past the planet. Hmm. And they don't know what it was. Probably and they didn't no even way. have time to, to um, look into it because it was going so fast. I mean, there's so much we don't know. There's so much We're we don't know. so dude. dumb comparatively to what we could be. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I hope they show up though. I, I, I'd like to live to see that happen. Although I don't know if they show up, if that would truly be the fall of the fall of civilization or if it would be a kickstart for civilization. I could imagine anarchy happening if aliens landed on the white house lawn. I could for sure imagine that. I could also imagine. I don't think anything would happen. I don't know. dude. I think, I think a lot of people would go nuts. Like what would they do? I mean, you got, there's, there's they just be crazy like, people okay, out there. Okay, there are aliens know. now. That's what they'll... I don't know. I think they'd start going crazy. And what would Depending they do? Depending on what, what the aliens thing? do. They start looting shit and breaking shit. Yeah, and maybe. I mean... Protesting. Get them very, out of here. They're going to kill us. Don't trust them. There's rioting and, right. you know... Well, there's a... I've noticed... A, I mean, I'm sure you have too. There's a drastic, drastic um, range of human evolution within a human. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's hard to know without, you know, we're surrounded by minds and people who vibrate on a certain, in a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, or within a spectrum. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of humans out there that you could argue vibrate more towards like a robot monkey than they do a human. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For real. You know? But how do aliens vibrate? That's what we want to know. I don't know, but the question is, I think, how a robot monkey might interact with that alien. <laughs> sure. <laughs> also known as an older human. <laughs> is this, am I being self An older model um, of human? Is this privilege? Am I being privileged? Right yeah, now? you're privileged for sure. Great. Um, okay, I'm grateful then, I guess, but not that grateful. I shouldn't have said that. I got to stop talking. You can be grateful for your privilege. I'm just grateful for who I am, I think. You should be. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, wanting to be of support and expand my mind and learn and yeah. break down those walls and all that stuff too. How are you expanding your mind these days? Um, I would say through experience. Yeah. Through like communications, through talking to people, through watching and learning definitely the news. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, my old answer would have been drugs or psychedelics yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't do as much or as hard. We'll say I don't do them as much or as hard anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been to Lightning in a Bottle. Yeah, we've been to Lightning in a Bottle. We've been to Totality. We've been to, well, we're going to Totality. <laughs> well, we, well, by the time this comes yeah. out, we will have gone to exactly. Totality. Exactly. Yeah. That's very exciting. Um, what time is it? I think we're about to hit an hour, bro. How do you feel? Whatever you want, man. It's been nice. I, I, I like talking through this mic with you. It's fun. It's cool. You like talking like Am that I too, def- huh? You like there, hearing yeah, your yeah. voice? There's a couple of people. You're talking like a late night DJ. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's about, I think I've progressed <laughs> over this conversation. Um, should have done some vocal warm ups. I'm not, there's been other people who have been on more than once, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your friend, the doctor, the doctor's been on more than once. Morgan's been on more than once. Has anyone been on three times? No. Let's just do another podcast right now. So I can be on three times. <laughs> <laughs> no, come do another one for sure. Yeah. yeah no, do we'll do one. another one. That's great. I, all right. Give me your final theory on, on the aliens though. Okay. This will, we will keep coming back to this subject every time you're on. You Give me your final. Now you watched the UFO series that just came out on yeah, HBO yeah, I did. I did. or Apple TV or yeah. whatever it is. We've all, we've both seen the same amount of other stuff. Yep. What is your, your theory on what is happening now and why, and your all encompassing sure. theory. So, and so to, to, to explain that, I'm going to have to kind of explain a little bit of context on how I see the world. Okay. Which of course could definitely be false. We could be in a video game. We could be this. We could just be natural evolution, whatever. Mm-hmm. I see the world. And when I say the world, I guess the world's not the right word because it's beyond the world. It's the universe. It's the st- It's every existence, living existence, everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I guess I don't know fully how I see that, but for the most part, I see it as like, I see it as an expression of nothing. So I see it as like this vast, empty, nothing energy that within itself can experience itself sort of. And I don't want to say experience (laughs) itself because it's not like thinking. Okay. Right. It's just like, we'll do this. Imagine like a completely, completely empty field. Okay. And that, and, and there's no field either. <laughs> it's okay. just, it's okay. just emptiness. Sure. And that emptiness without having any consciousness or anything, it's just nothing has a dream. Okay. And in that dream, which is also nothing because a dream is like <laughs> a thing you think about, but like just for the sake of it. Okay? okay. Yeah, for sure. And within that, there's like a crazy amount of expression and energy and possibilities and vibrations and just all these crazy things and just an abundant amount of everything, right? Everything. You can say everything. Okay. And within that everything, there are billions of stars and trillions maybe in, and a sun and moons and just, and a shiny thing that's orange and a shiny thing that's blue and a shiny thing that is and a not so shiny thing. Just all these things things Mm -hmm. that are really just in a dream but still because having material because having feeling because having sight because having whatever are things and they're part of it's like it's like the big crystal blue ball in the sky (laughs) is just as valid of a thing as the experience of feeling your fingers on the table they're both just like thing they're just like okay they're combinations of 
little tiny particles of nothing. Okay. And so part of that is a planet Earth, and yep. part of that is us. Yeah. Part of that is also these alien things that we don't, maybe we know, maybe we don't, I don't, I don't really know. But the point is that we're in a vibration of being like the vibe that we are vibrating at for the most part as humans, the most part is a bunch of humans on a planet, not sure what aliens are. Right. And so that is its expression. So just like my hand on the table or just like the big blue thing in the sky, one of the expressions is a planet with beings that maybe know something about aliens. And that's like its own thing. So that's where it is. And I don't see, I don't see it as like this thing of like, there are stars and there are planets and there are aliens and the aliens are coming to do this for this reason or this reason. Uh huh. Because, and maybe they are, but that's just not where we're vibrating right now. That's not a match for us. Cause that's not who we are right now. <laughs> right. Like we are not the, like, just like how the, I was talking about the big blue star is blue and yeah. it's not red. Yeah. It's like, we are in this life of these, like maybe aliens, not that would be the blue version. The red version is like, we are in this life where the aliens come down and they tell us these things and whatever. But it's not that. It's not red. It's blue. Now, is blue going to shift to red through some crazy other expression of supernova thing? Maybe. And maybe we'll shift to that. But I just see it as like every energy and every little thing, including the aliens, including that, even the little intricacies of all the little maybes on the spectrum, off the spectrum, whatever. It's just an expression of this nothingness that, again, I have no idea if that's correct. <laughs> But I'm the expression of the one dude on the planet who's thinking the things that, the, you know, I don't know if this is making any sense. Not well, it's, you I'm know, we'll have to, to we'll let the people feeling. decide. We'll let the people decide. Right. Guys, if that made sense, leave a comment. If it didn't, let us know why. And um, you can, why don't you break it down for us? Give us your interpretation of any, uh, of everything Nate just said. Um, and just give us your full kind of dissertation on, on, on his thoughts and how they relate to your viewpoints toward the universe and existence I'll where, where can people find your music and everything else? Yeah. So I go by Equanimous. You search any platform, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, whatever you just type in Equanimous. My handle is at Equanimous love. If you want to follow me at Equanimous love. And he talks like this in real life too. He talks like a late night DJ. So yeah, if you yeah, ever want to have a sexy late night DJ voice, you hit him up. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited for the festival. Yeah, We're going to go do it. It's going to be fun. Thanks cool. for having me, man. Of I'm course. Really we'll do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye everybody. And that's it. It's always nice finishing up with some alien talk, dude. Always nice. Uh, follow follow my buddy Nate. Follow him, Equanimous Love, on Instagram. Look up Equanimous on Spotify and wherever you listen to music. E-Q-U-A-N. That's Equan. I-M-O-U-S. That's Imus. Equanimous. Go check him out. He makes high-vibe music for, for high-vibe life. And you should be living a high-vibe life. Uh, I'm going to go take some magnesium breakthrough. Remember that from the beginning of the episode? MagnesiumBreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. Go get you some. And uh, have a great week, guys. I'll see you next time.